1: Follow us on Instagram at FromTheShadowsPodcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put FromTheShadowsPodcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at OdysseyOne.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows you can receive books stickers coffee mugs and special content just for our patreon subscribers check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer well that's all i have for you right now folks and thanks for being a part of the from the shadows podcast family so with that being said Let's get this episode started. So, um, so how
2: I was just telling you off air a little bit about, um, I got some real interesting trail cam pictures from one of our loyal listeners in Nebraska. And I mean, I I don't want to let, you know, it's more for the paranormal part of our podcast here, you know, not so much for this, but, um, you know it's just interesting to me because i'm not a big hunter i'm not right? a big hunter at all you know and it's interesting to me to see these guys that are that are hunt. and i don't think you know this guy didn't seem like he's not a big hunter he was more of a tracker and he just likes to you know really keep uh keep up to date on on what's going on on his property you know so right i mean but i know you're a hunter i could you know whenever we're we do something live with each other you know you've got some trophies
3: mounted yeah you know, you're, yeah you're pretty good that's we've just talked about whether we should go video or not and i and i think my exact words were i don't know in my current current situation if i want to see people to see a bunch of uh, dead animals and guns in my domicile they might not That might put some of my especially some of my european listeners off you know what i mean they might think i'm some kind of crazy uh <laughs> you know
2: Well, I mean, listen, that's, that's the thing is we're all, you know, we're all different. We're all from different backgrounds, you know? And, you know, just because I'm not a hunter and like the one time my dad took me out hunting, just totally turned me off. Okay. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm against other people hunting, you know? I mean, because I think you're just kind of do, you know, you have free will, kind of do what you Within the law, do do what you can do that makes you happy, right? I mean, that's. I you know
3: I don't I don't hunt like I used to when I was a kid, growing up on a farm. We there was no, I mean, some of you younger listeners sit down right now because there was no cell phones, no internet, and no <laughs> TV had three channels, okay. <laughs> and uh, so you could read a book, okay. Ooh. You could cut brush and pick up rocks.
2: Did that. Uh, did, I'm two for two. All
3: right. Two or, for two. or you could go hunting a little bit. and It's not necessarily hunting as in hunting. It was roaming around in the woods like Davy Crockett with a gun. And when I say shooting stuff, not really just shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like me and old Mike, I almost said his last name, Crazy Mike. It's in one I talked about one <laughs> podcast. We'd, we sat down there and we, you know. He tells me one day, hey, you know we can shoot this tree in half with a shotgun. And I said, do what? And he said, oh yeah. So he sees how many shots it takes. I you mean know, a little tree about big round as your wrist, you know. We can see how many times shots it takes to cut it in half with a shotgun, or or you see that knot on that sycamore down there? Try to hit that from here. And once you got dialed in, you shoot a knot on a tree fifteen or twenty times. So it wasn't like you were just out there spraying and praying, you know, because my old man made us eat whatever we killed. You know what I mean? So you got pretty careful about what you killed i'm just being honest with you i mean i had i've ate a lot of frogs some rabbits and squirrels so it didn't go to waste no 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 you had you had so what had happened is i mean if you and you you eat two or three poorly prepared squirrels and that'll cure you from squirrel hunting i'm just telling you (laughs) right yeah okay yep
2: i got you and then
3: And then we would—I've told the coon stories where we would raccoon. We would uh, 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 a friend of mine growing up, his uncle and 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 uh, grandpa, a lot of coon hunters back then, them days. I'm sure you had a bunch of them. Oh miles, yeah, right? just tons. imagine. Oh yeah, especially tons. back in the old days. I mean, forty, fifty years ago, it was a big deal. So yep. a friend of mine's uncle had more coon dogs than he could, you know, he he raised all these dogs and and. He only had so much time, so he would take be running the A team puppies, and he would need somebody to work out the B team puppies, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we would we we always had dogs to run, and I'm talking good dogs. And you know, we would if we shot coons, they had to be big ones. We would we would we would skin the coon, so we would have a coon hide, and then you'd take his his carcass down and we had to select people i told you we would we'd get five dollars a coon and they would barbecue them. and which is whenever you asked me originally to be on the on, you know this podcast we were doing other things creatively yeah and and i was going to be like uh, a color commentator kind of a denier or not really a denier but you know what i mean because yeah have been in the woods skeptic yeah. i've been in the woods so many times you can't be a good hunter and believe in bigfoot because you'll be too scared to go out there because you get in some big woods big black timber and you can't middle of the night you can't see your hand in front of your face and the last thing you want to worry about is mothman or dog man or scasquatch you know what i'm saying oh a- amen <laughs> you know what's weird though those dogs get spooked sometimes you don't know they could be running and howling and then they shut off like a switch did the thing go cold did something scare them you just don't know Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You just don't know.
2: And back, and back when you would have been doing that, you'd have never thought about any of that other stuff
3: anyway. You, you know, the Dogman and Sasquatch yeah. and stuff? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You'd never... Back when we were teenagers, you'd never thought about any of that stuff.
3: Well, every once in a while, I guess they'd run Dan Rather or something. Might say something about Sasquatch or something or Loch Ness Monster. But no, because you couldn't Google it up and look at nothing. You know what I mean? You couldn't... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know... I don't know. I, you know, I I hate to say this, and I don't even know if I should even throw it out because the onslaught of of hate mail I might get, but you might think I'm making it up. But I got the Bigfoot award for my senior class. Me and a girl. You know how they give most likely to succeed, most likely to get thrown in jail, or I got the big Bigfoot. So I am Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Where I'm from, I am Bigfoot. <laughs> you know the town cop where I grew up. The he, you know, the town had one like a one-town cop. You know. Yeah. And, uh huh. He was a he was an electric, uh, like a lineman, like a utility guy in the daytime, <laughs> and in the evening he was he sat in the sat sat cop car, town sat a marshal. Car. Yeah, and uh, I mean I told you about him raking, making people rake the church parking oh, lot yeah. stuff. Oh you know? yeah, that's perfect. So just tough, tough like that. So. Um. I don't know where I'm getting off on, but, but, uh, you just, you just, if you, you where would it ever end? If you started believing in superstitious stuff, you know, you'd be too scared to go out.
2: If you were smart enough. Yeah.
3: Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, I'm telling you what I, I uh, you know, I, I can remember the last day I coon hunted like it was yesterday. How long ago it was, was it? It was, uh. It was it was in nineteen ninety nine, I believe. Let me think about it. It had to be nineteen ninety nine. Ninety eight or ninety nine. Probably ninety eight, now that I think about it.
2: That's a long time ago. That's over well, twenty years ago. And you remember like well, yesterday,
3: huh? Remember like yesterday and it was it wasn't Bigfoot that cured Bim Coon, it was a possum. <laughs>
2: Okay, so the, well, I don't know any... There's no cryptid
3: stories about possums, so... Well, what, you don't know. What? If I was going to bet that that Bigfoot or Mothman was going to shapeshift into something, I would say he spends the majority of his life as a possum.
2: Okay, why is, when he decides well, why is
3: that? To, when he decides to move from point A to point B and blend in, he turns into a possum. Now, people don't realize possum's pretty smart. I say possum is three times smarter than a fox, but as I told you pre-show... You can't say crazy like a fox or, you know, crazy like a possum. What's that make? They think you're talking about George Jones or something, you know? (laughs) So the possum is smart and he's tough. I mean, I'm telling you what, a possum is tough, 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 tough. And uh, so what happens when you run these young dogs, sometimes the only thing they know is a mammal is, you know, something's running away from them. Right, so wow. it, and they chase it until it runs up a tree until they can tree it and and what happens is is there you know every once in a while they get a possum and you got to try to you know teach them the possums are no good All right and I explained this to somebody the other day about bird dogs and rabbits but there's really no way to break them I think there's no way to break them from possums good because I think that possum sometimes pretends to be a raccoon and these dogs don't realize it
2: pretends to be a okay
3: Uh, i gotta hear this right yeah Yeah. so i think that's the reason why no matter how you how good a dog you got every once in a while they'll they'll tree a possum just because that possum is pretending to be a coon you know so me and my buddy jeremiah i'm gonna say his name me and jeremiah got on this trail and we was out there and and these dogs Especially when you run them in big spaces, you put tracking collars on them and, and now they got GPS things that you can put right on Google Earth and see where your dog's standing. But back then you had a telemetry kind of deal. You ever see the movie No Country for Old Men? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Where the guy's got the tracker and the, the beep, beep, beep and the money, and he's gotta take a he's gotta take a little thing and it gets it it beep, 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 beep. You're closer. Beep, yes, beep yeah. beep, 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 you're further away. Okay. It was kind of like that. And you put a little antan out there and you attract track these dogs. So anyway, these dogs ran and, ran and ran and ran. And my buddy was, he was trying to decide if he wanted to continue. He was under some, what ended up being matrimonial pressure to give up coon hunting, to give up around these dogs. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, because his, I don't remember if he was engaged, gay, he had to be married by that time. And she just did not, I mean, I think personally she was embarrassed that her husband spent his weekends not in a bar or at a ball game, but chasing a bunch of dogs around the woods. So, (laughs) you know, because you say, well, yeah, he's drunk back down at Dave's or whatever. Well, they understand that because they all know where Dave's is. But when you say he's coon hunting, what do you mean he's coon hunting? Well, he's got his uncle's dogs and they're running down there by the Morrill River. It just, it doesn't have this pizzazz. You know what I mean? So I don't think it was necessarily she hated coon hunting; she just didn't want him out there in the woods or whatever. But you know how young women are, especially young wives—they they think that you got to be around all the time, right? So they probably she probably just wanted him to watch TV. So he was stressed out anyway. That we were—it was two or three in the morning, and and we haven't found the coon. We can barely find these dogs, and he kept saying the whole time. I kept saying, "Why you think they're chasing a?" possum oh it can't be a possum because because it won't you know possum won't run that far possum would have got away from him. he's giving me a 100 wrong reasons, and then he, he it dawns on me he says you know if it's a possum i want you to kill it and we don't we didn't kill possums. we didn't, didn't kill possums it was it was not it was forbidden you know what i mean you just didn't kill possums i didn't kill possums because i was a george jones fan so in <laughs> my high school <laughs> science teacher his nickname was possum so i just didn't kill possums. You know, plus, I just, plus, I can't I imagine them a on possum. The highway. Possum can't be good eating, can it? I they, don't. They can't be. I don't. I never tried, but I don't hit them on the highway. I don't mess with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like what was that Bronson movie, White Buffalo?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like White yeah. Possum
3: for me. You know what I mean? If he's gonna make a Howler movie, it'd be called White Possum. What? <laughs> <And> white Possum. <laughs> and anyway, we get down, down through this brush, and these blackberries and briars and brambles and. Finally, he left the gun in the truck because we decided I'm going to get the gun. Even if it's a coon, I'm not shooting it. I'm not going to skin it. So we get way down in these brush and brambles and woods and finally get up to this little rinky-dink tree, and there's a possum in it. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm.
2: You're at the crossroads.
3: We're at the crossroads. That's right. We're at the crossroads, and I can't decide if I'm going to make a deal with the devil. Or if i'm gonna if i'm gonna so he he just throws a fit and he said i want you to kill that effing possum i said well i i because i being what i was back in the days that i always had a gun on me but not just any gun i had smith and wesson model 19 four inch i'd been reading uh the uh bill jordan book uh i don't you guys probably never even heard of bill jordan but your people google him up and he had. He was a famous pistolero from the 30s and the 40s on the Border Patrol, and he had a bunch of books, fast and fancy pistol shooting, no second place winner, and all this other stuff. And and they'd teach you how to reload. You'd take spent 38 special cases, knock the old primers out. You'd take a book of wax, you'd get a block of wax, you'd fill the end of them cases with wax, put new primers in them. And you would practice your quick draw shooting wax bullets because it just it the primer had just enough you know, that's how you that's how these guys practice you know in hollywood and and other stuff you know what i'm saying so yeah i was yeah, I yeah so back in my mid early 20s i was a i was a, a pistolero before it was cool you know what i mean i see <laughs> these guys on twitter now all these two a people or whatever they are and and the stuff they want to do now dude die. i got i got i got Burns on my hands older than you people. You know, you ain't trying nothing new. Um <laughs> so anyway, I fancied myself a pistolero and I got this gun in my hip. So he says, You think you can hit the ice? I guarantee I can hit it. I guarantee I can hit it. This possum can't be twenty five feet up twenty, twenty five feet up tree. Well the problem is I ain't got no earplugs. So and I don't remember what I had, hundred and fifty eight grain, you know, full house loads you know big man killer loads so what you'd have to do the old-timers teach you this trick too you open the cylinder, you take two bullets out and you put one in each ear for like poor man's <laughs> ear
4: because oh, it's fixed to okay.
3: get loud when you start shooting a revolver at night like that two things happen it's way loud because gas escapes between the cylinder and the barrel and then out the end of the barrel so it's like a blowtorch in a in a and a bomb at the same time, especially 357. It's nothing to be messing around with, okay? Kapow. So anyway, he's holding the light, and I'm leaning, and I'm getting ready, and this possum's looking right at me. I mean, this possum, his little nose is pointing at me like an arrow. And I let loose that, I ear that hammer back, and I mean, this is for you Smith and Wesson listeners. This was an old pin barrel recess cylinder wide target hammer wide target trigger uh white ramp with a red outline or red ramp with a white outline rear side i mean this was cadillac pistol so i earned that hammer back wow and the flame shot out and boy the dogs just instantly i ain't for sure they didn't quit coon hunting that night too because they jumped back they went from barking and howling they jumped back and that old possum he just kind of twitched, just moved his head a little bit like he was trying to figure out what I was doing. Somebody goes, dude, I think you missed him. I said, oh, man, I think he's just not moving. So I hear the hammer back again. Kapow! Whole posse moves a little bit to one side, and he's still looking at me. Third time, kaboom! And one of them fancy earplugs mine fell out, you know, so I got a little ringing in my ears now. The dogs are running back to the truck. They're done left. By the third shot, <laughs> the dogs have left. Okay. My buddy says, "Man, I don't know. I thought you were good with that thing. You do all that fancy stuff." I said, "That son of a gun's done this time." So I upholstered my pistol and I started crawling up this little bitty tree. Okay, a tree that a man my size shouldn't be crawling up, and I'm closing the distance as <laughs> possible, and he ain't going no higher. You know what I mean? I feel like the rolls You ever see the videos where a guy's up there in a deer stand and the bear's walk climbing up it, and the guy in <laughs> the deer. That's what I feel like. I'm the bear climbing up here, and this old boy, oh boy. standing there on this little limb. He doesn't know what to do. So I think I get between ten or twelve feet or so from him. and I ear it back again. Now I know he's gone. The problem is I got to have my left hand. I can't hold my pistol with two hands now. I got one hand around a tree. My left arm, we're kind of around the tree with a tree and a crook of my arm, we're trying to put my flashlight out the palm of my hand. My buddy's behind me on the slope, trying to shine it, light this thing up. And I can't be more than ten feet from this old possum, and he's giving me the thousand-yard stare. I mean, he looks like Joseph Stalin. His what he like. <laughs> Old gray, gray hair and beady eyes. I mean, it's look like I'm looking at old Joe, Joe Stalin. And I hear that hammer back. and I, I say sorry, buddy. I just got to do it now and I went
4: boom
3: well the one that the, the the bullet I put in my ear to replace my first ear plug that fell out down there well it fell out again so now I'm 10 feet f- from this possum I got an empty pistol and one bullet in my ear and he's he's starting something he's starting to get hinky okay
2: <laughs> so you missed him again
3: Yeah, I missed him again, and I only got one bullet, and it's in my ear. My gun's empty, and remember, I got to use my left hand to hold on this tree, so I'm holding, I'm reaching around trying to hold on this tree, get my cylinder open, and take that extra bullet out of my ear, and put it in the cylinder, and this possum realizes he can't go any higher in the tree, so he's going to come back down at me. You know, he decides that I'm between him and the ground.
2: Oh boy, okay. oh boy, yes, yeah, so now so now it's, like, it's a race, you well, it's get not not a race,, not- yeah, I
3: mean, it's like capstick. I feel like I'm about to get charged by a rhino or something, and I've gotta get this bullet in there, cylinder in next, lined up and and kill this. It's like suicide, you know, you heard suicide yeah. by cop. that's what this is. this possum is like suicide by cop. He's given me four chances now he's gonna put it right down there and and and.
2: Because once he gets to you, I don't think people
3: realize how tough possums are. I think he's just going to go over my back. So I wasn't worried oh, you don't about think possum you okay. I all think right, he would just go right. right over my back because he's ready to get out of this place, right? Okay. Oh, you're,
2: you're, hey, you're more but optimistic than me. now the 10 foot made. is
3: down to about four and a half or five feet. I can't hold on to my light. I'm trying to hold on to the tree. Boom! And I barked at the tree between me and him. And he stopped and hissed at me like a cat will. You know, <laughs> so I holstered my pistol best I could, and I started shimming down there. And my buddy's starting to laugh by this time. He said, Dude, I think that possum's coming back down. I said, Yeah. And he said, Well, he starts, I start shining on my my light on the ground. And he said, What are you doing? I said, Look at that bullet I dropped. And he goes, What do you need that bullet for? And I said, He said, You still going to try to shoot that? And I said, No, my daddy told me to save last one for yourself. This is over. <laughs> I'm giving up. That possum gets to me. I'm taking myself out. I ain't gonna. I won't be held captive. I mean, that possum's not getting me.
4: <laughs>
2: oh man! All I can think of is he stopped loving her today.
3: That's like... all. <laughs> I, I never went. Hey, I, I just stopped loving that coon hunt hunting. Never went again. Never went again. So hey, when your buddy. Nebraska sends you that thing, says he got something on his trail cam. He probably does, but I don't know if I'm the man to look for it. <laughs> I,
4: well, uh, him, well bring,
2: bring some earplugs. That's all just I got to say. Be, is, that's, right. that's right. That's <laughs> right.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness. Or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>